Welcome to the Shadows of the Night, a podcast where we delve into the depths of darkness and explore the most terrifying tales of shadow creatures. From the obscure corners of our imagination to the most frightening legends that have haunted us for centuries, join us as we journey into the unknown and face our deepest fears. With every episode, we bring you closer to the edge, where the veil between reality and nightmare is thin. So turn off the lights, grab your headphones, and prepare to be consumed by the shadows that are always around us. Our first story of the night is titled As the Night Fell. Angela had always been adventurous and loved to explore the great outdoors. She had planned a solo camping trip in a remote area, eager to escape from the stresses of city life and be at one with nature. She had been feeling overwhelmed and stressed for a long time. Angela had been working non-stop, and her personal life had been full of chaos and uncertainty. She felt like she was on the edge of a breakdown and desperately needed a break from it all. That's why she decided to go camping alone in the heart of nature. She was looking forward to reconnecting with herself, finding peace and clarity in the wilderness, and hopefully leaving all her worries behind. She packed her gear, grabbed her camping essentials, and headed out into the wild, eager to escape the noise and distractions of the city and the world. She was determined to spend a few days in solitude, surrounded by the beauty of the natural world, and finally find the peace and rest that she so badly needed. Angela arrived at the remote camping spot and instantly felt that something was a bit off. Despite her unease, she decided to stay anyway. She had been going through a lot in her life and just needed to escape reality for a bit. She unpacked her car and set up her tent in a clearing near a small street. As she sat in a lawn chair reading a book, she let the peaceful sound of the stream calm her nerves. Before she knew it, the sun was beginning to set and the sky was becoming a deep orange color. The forest around her started to become shrouded in darkness, and the sounds of the night began to fill the air. Angela couldn't help but feel a bit nervous, but she reminded herself that she was a strong and capable woman. She made herself a small fire and sat by it, watching the stars twinkle above. Despite the eerie feeling in the air, she felt at peace in the stillness of the forest. The night sky was pitch black, and the only sounds Angela could hear were the rustling of leaves in the wind and the occasional hoot of an owl. But as the night went on, she began to hear strange noises that she couldn't quite place. It started with a soft whisper that seemed to come from all around her. Then, she heard what sounded like footsteps off in the distance. At first, she thought it was just a small animal in the bushes, but as the sound grew louder and closer, she realized that it wasn't the wind. Fear started to grip her as she heard the crunching of leaves and twigs under the heavy footsteps of something or someone coming closer to her campsite. Angela's heart was pounding as she quickly gathered her things and ran into the safety of her tent. She zipped up the entrance and tried to calm herself, but she was too scared to move. She realized that her car was too far off for her to make a quick escape. She was trapped in the middle of nowhere with whatever was making those footsteps coming closer and closer to her tent. She felt a chill run down her spine as she heard the footsteps stop right outside her tent. She sat there in the darkness, her heart racing, as she heard a low growling sound. Angela felt like she was going to die as she cowered in the back corner of her tent, waiting for the unknown to make its way in and take her. Her heart started to race as fear took over. She tried to convince herself that it was just the wind, but the whispers of the beast grew louder and more menacing. Suddenly, the whispers turned into an ear-piercing screech, and the sounds of footsteps became more frantic. 
The shadowy force was upon her, and she could feel it getting closer and closer to her tent. Angela sat there fixated on the door to her tent, knowing full well that the monster would be coming through at any second. She could see it pacing frantically around looking for an opening. She held her sleeping bag tightly listening to its footsteps outside her door. She could hear its labored breathing as it searched for any opening. With a loud, blood-curdling scream, Angela could hear the beast tear into her tent behind her. She could feel its breath on the back of her neck. The next thing Angela knew, she was being dragged out of her tent by an unseen entity. She screamed for help, but no one came to her rescue. She screamed for her life over and over begging for someone or something to help her. But the force was relentless, and it felt like a million hands were grabbing at her, pulling her in different directions. Angela became paralyzed with fear, unable to move or even scream. The shadowy force took her deep into the forest, and she could feel the cool night air giving way to a warm, humid atmosphere. The forest was no longer peaceful and serene, but instead was filled with a strange silence and a sense of evil surrounding her. It was then that Angela realized she was no longer in our reality, but in some otherworldly place filled with a horrific pain and suffering. The entity that had taken her was beyond anything she had ever imagined. This shadowy monster was the anything and everything that we fear in the dark. It is that darkness that always seems to be stalking us whenever we are void of light. Angela was never seen again, and the authorities were left with only the evidence of the strange, unexplainable events that had taken place at her campsite. The remnants of her tent and belongings were all that remained, as if she had been taken into thin air. To this day, no one knows what happened to her or what kind of force could have taken her in such a terrifying way. Our next story is titled The Tall Man. Billy was a young toddler with a curious and adventurous spirit. He loved to explore the world around him and was always eager to learn something new. However, there was one thing that scared him more than anything else, and that was the shadowy figure that appeared in his room every night. Billy had first noticed the figure a few months earlier, when he was having trouble sleeping. He would lie in his bed, staring at the ceiling, when he would suddenly hear a voice calling his name. He would turn his head and see a tall, dark figure standing at the end of his bed. The figure would beckon him, urging him to come with him and join him on an adventure to a new and exciting land. The shadowy figure that appeared to Billy every night was like nothing anyone had ever seen before. It was a tall, thin man with a top hat and jacket that seemed to be from another era. It was a shadowy figure, but it did not move like a shadow. It moved in a fluid-like motion, like water boiling in a pot. A black oil-like substance that was constantly flowing through its tall, slender frame. His eyes were a terrifying shade of red, and they glowed in the dark like two hot coals. His voice was ghostly, fading off as he spoke to Billy in a whispery, otherworldly tone. The spirit promised Billy toys and books, tempting him to follow him to a playground in the sky. Despite the tall man's friendly demeanor, there was something undeniably sinister about the figure, and even at a young age the boy knew it was very, very bad. Billy lay in his crib, gripping the sides tightly as he tried to calm himself down. Every night, the same shadowy figure would come and wake him up, trying to coax him out of his bed and into the darkness with promises of toys and books. But Billy was too scared to listen, too scared to let go of the safety of his crib. He could feel the spirit's cold breath on the back of his neck and its ghostly voice seemed to whisper right in his ear. Tears streamed down Billy's face as he cried out, begging the figure to leave him alone and leave him in peace. But the shadow man didn't listen, it continued its attempts to lure Billy away from his home and into its realm. 
The toddler lay there, frozen with fear as he desperately tried to resist the call of the Shadow Man. At first, Billy was too afraid to tell his parents about the figure. He didn't want to be seen as a scared child, and he was sure that they wouldn't believe him anyway. However, as the nights went by, the figure started to appear more often, and Billy's fear grew. Not able to take it anymore, Billy told his parents of the Shadow Man that would visit him at night. Billy's parents were initially skeptical about the Shadow Man, thinking it was just a bad nightmare. However, they soon noticed that Billy was becoming increasingly exhausted, with dark circles under his eyes from lack of sleep. He would fall asleep randomly during the day, and even the slightest noise would startle him, causing him to break into tears. Despite their efforts to comfort him, Billy couldn't shake the fear he felt every night. He clung to his parents, crying and begging for the Shadow Man to leave him alone. The toddler's fear was becoming unbearable, and his parents started to worry that something seriously wrong was going on in their home. Finally, one night as they were monitoring Billy through the baby monitor, his parents noticed something alarming. As they watched, the shadowy figure of a tall, thin man with glowing red eyes appeared in Billy's room. The figure was speaking in a ghostly voice that faded in and out, urging Billy to come with him to play in another place. The parents were crippled with fear as they listened to the otherworldly voice trying to lure their son away. Without a moment's hesitation, they rushed into the room, their hearts pounding in their chests. As they burst into Billy's room, the shadow man was already in the process of fading into the wall, its eerie red eyes quickly disappearing from view. The parents' hearts were pounding as they snatched their little boy out of his crib, holding him close and making soothing noises to calm him down. They had finally seen the figure for themselves, the tall, thin man with a top hat and jacket that their son had been describing. The ghostly voice still echoed in their minds, urging Billy to come with it to the other realm. The parents were determined to keep their son safe, and drove away from the house as fast as they could. The trauma of that fateful night had left a lasting impact on Billy's parents, who couldn't bear the thought of the shadowy figure coming back for their son. So, they packed up their belongings and moved to a new city, far away from their old home, in an effort to escape the memories of that dark, otherworldly voice calling to their son. However, no matter how hard they tried, the haunting memory of the figure would always linger in their thoughts and nightmares, reminding them of the fear and terror they had experienced in their old home. The shadow figure was a constant reminder of the danger that had once threatened their family and would always be a source of fear for Billy's parents. This next story is titled The Monsters on the Mountain. Ashley and Robert had been planning their night in the ski village of Whistler for weeks. They were both thrill-seekers and loved the outdoors, so they were excited to explore the beautiful mountain town. They started their evening at a cozy little Italian restaurant with views of the mountains, where they savored a romantic dinner of pasta and wine. After dinner, they strolled around the village, taking in the sights and sounds of the nightlife. They stopped at a few bars, chatting and laughing over drinks, before finally ending up at a small lounge with live music. They danced the night away, lost in each other's company and the music. It was the perfect date, filled with laughter and love. The couple shared a wonderful night in the picturesque little ski village. They laughed, talked, and danced until late into the night. As they were getting ready to head back to their hotel room, they both felt a strong urge to continue enjoying the night. They didn't want their date to end just yet, so they decided to walk back to the hotel instead of taking a taxi. The road was dark and desolate leading back to the lodge they were staying at, and as they walked, they started to feel an eerie silence around them. 
The sights and the sounds of the bustling little mountain town were fading into the background behind them. Ashley and Robert continued their walk down the dark and desolate road. Their laughter from dinner and drinks slowly began to fade into a distant memory. They were holding hands, trying to enjoy each other's company in the peacefulness of the night. Suddenly, Ashley stopped and looked into the trees lining the road. Robert, do you see that? She whispered, her voice quivering. Robert looked where Ashley was pointing and saw the shadows moving, shifting, and sliding behind the trees. They were there one moment and gone the next. Ashley and Robert's grip on each other's hands tightened as they felt a sense of unease wash over them. They couldn't see what was causing the shadows to move, but it was clear to them that something was there. They quickened their pace, both feeling an intense fear growing inside them. As Ashley and Robert were now quickly walking down that old dirt road, they suddenly heard rustling in the trees. They stopped for only a second to see what it was and suddenly, five or six shadowy creatures rushed out from the tree line and pounced upon the couple. Ashley and Robert screamed in terror as they were quickly subdued and dragged into the dark and forbidding forest. The creatures were tall and ominous, with long arms that reached out to grab them in the most unnatural of ways. The couple struggled to break free, but their efforts were in vain. These shadow creatures were just too strong for the young couple. As the creatures dragged them further into the forest, the only sounds left were the leaves rustling in the wind and the distant calls of coyotes calling back and forth to each other in the night. Within moments, the eerie silence of the road had returned once again, as if nothing had ever happened. The couple's fate was unknown as they were taken by the shadowy creatures, never to be seen again. As the days went by, more and more people started to go missing from the ski village of Whistler. The town was in a state of panic as rumors began to spread about what might have happened to the missing individuals. Some whispered about a serial killer on the loose, while others whispered about strange, shadowy creatures stalking the night. The police were working around the clock to try and find any clues or evidence, but so far they had come up empty-handed. The missing person's case had become a top priority for the police and the town was on high alert, with people becoming more and more afraid to venture out after dark. Ashley and Robert's disappearance only added to the fear that was gripping the town. Months went by, and no one had seen or heard from Ashley and Robert. People still whispered about what could have happened to them, but no one knew for sure. The police investigation was eventually dropped, and the case was left unsolved. The town was left in a state of terror and confusion, with the shadow people still lurking in the trees, waiting for their next victim. Ashley and Robert's families were left with nothing but memories, never knowing what really happened to the two people they loved most. The disappearance of Ashley and Robert remains a mystery to this day, a haunting reminder of the dangers that can lurk in the darkness. Our next story of this evening is titled My Soul to Take. Carol had been working at the senior's home for years, taking care of the elderly residents with compassion and care. She was dedicated to her work at the senior's home. She loved the residents and took great care of them, providing comfort and support as they approached the end of their lives. Her compassion and kindness had earned her the love and respect of the residents and her colleagues. Carol had a deep sense of purpose in her role and felt honored to be a part of the residents' lives at such an important time. She took great pride in her work and was passionate about making a difference in the lives of those in her care. Among all of her patients, she had a special place in her heart for Ms. Jenkins, a kind and gentle old woman who had lost her husband a few years prior. Carol loved visiting with Ms. Jenkins and chatting with her, as she always had a warm smile and a pleasant demeanor. 
However, one fateful night, Carol was making her usual rounds when she entered Ms. Jenkins' room and saw that she had passed away. With a heavy heart, Carol approached the bedside to pay her last respects, but what she saw next would haunt her forever. As Carol entered Ms. Jenkins' room to check on her, she was immediately struck by an eerie and foreboding feeling. She could sense that something was not right. When she looked towards the corner of the room, she saw a shadowy figure that seemed to defy all explanation. The figure was tall and thin, with a top hat that added to its ominous appearance. Its coat was long and fluid, as if it was made of black oil that was defying gravity. The figure was completely still, almost like it was waiting for Carol to notice it. The sight of the shadowy figure was so frightening that Carol couldn't help but scream in terror. Its eyes, which were glowing like red coals, seemed to stare right through her, revealing what pure evil truly looks like. The figure seemed to be feeding on the soul of Ms. Jenkins, and as Carol screamed, it let go of her soul and turned to her in rage. Its disembodied voice screamed at Carol to get out, and she ran from the room, never to return again. As Carol ran out of the senior's home, she was screaming and crying, completely terrified by what she had seen in Ms. Jenkins' room. The woman at the front desk tried to stop her and comfort her, but Carol was too panicked to listen. She raced out into the parking lot, jumped into her car, and locked the doors. She sat there, trying to catch her breath and make sense of what had just happened. Despite her fear, she couldn't help feeling sad for Ms. Jenkins, who had been such a kind and gentle soul. The woman from the front desk kept pleading with Carol to come out of the car and talk to her, but Carol was too scared. Eventually, she started her car and drove away into the night, leaving the seniors home and the evil entity behind. Little did Carol know, the parasitic shadow man had followed her home. After the traumatic experience at the seniors' home, Carol's first thought was to have a hot shower and collect her thoughts. She called into work and told them about her friend Ms. Jenkins' passing and how it had affected her. They told her to take a few days off and they would find someone to cover her shifts. Feeling better, Carol laid down on her couch to try and calm herself. But as she drifted off to sleep, she heard a man laughing in her living room. When she opened her eyes, she saw the figure only inches away from her face. The eyes of the shadowy man were red and glowing with the fires of hell. Carol was terrified and didn't know what to do. The creature, the shadowy man, was relentless in its torment of Carol. Every night, she was jolted awake by the sound of its cackling laughter, only to see its glowing red eyes inches from her face. The creature seemed to thrive on her fear, feeding on it and growing stronger with each passing day. Carol was unable to escape its presence. It followed her everywhere she went, even into the bathroom and shower. The lack of sleep, combined with the constant fear and terror, eventually took its toll on Carol's mental state. She became disoriented, paranoid, and would often break down into fits of tears. The staff at the seniors' home noticed Carol's absence from work and grew concerned for her well-being. They contacted the police, who found Carol in a state of utter madness. She was screaming and crying about the Shadow Man, the creature that had followed her home and ruined her life. Despite the efforts of the police and the staff at the seniors' home, Carol was never able to escape the torment of the Shadow Man. She was eventually checked into a similar home that she worked at for most of her adult life, living out her days in a constant state of fear and horror, tormented by the creature until the end of her days. And our final story of the night is titled The Bright Lights of Portland. Dr. James Patrick was a man of science and determination, with a passion for exploring the unknown and unlocking the secrets of other dimensions. 
As a renowned scientist, he was dedicated to his work and was determined to make a difference in the world through his research. His expertise was in interdimensional travel, and he spent countless hours in his lab, experimenting and testing different theories. One of Dr. Patrick's most notable pursuits was the creation of new and innovative medicines. He believed that the materials he could obtain from other dimensions would be the key to unlocking new medical advancements that could help cure many of the world's most pressing illnesses. With his extensive knowledge and expertise in interdimensional travel, he set out to collect these materials and bring them back to our world. His work was tireless and often carried out late into the night, with Dr. Patrick pouring his heart and soul into every experiment. He was driven by the belief that his work could make a real difference, and that the medicines he was developing could change the world for the better. Despite the challenges and obstacles he faced, Dr. Patrick remained steadfast in his pursuit, driven by his passion for discovery and his love of science. However, his curiosity and thirst for knowledge would lead to a catastrophic event. On a fateful night, as he worked diligently in his laboratory, the unexpected happened. The machinery and equipment he used for his experiments started to shake and emit a strange humming sound, causing the lights in the room to flicker and the temperature to drop dramatically. As he looked on in disbelief, there was a sudden and massive explosion that consumed the entire room and left it in complete darkness. When the lights came back on, Dr. Patrick was nowhere to be seen. He had opened a portal to another dimension that brought with it a host of unknown and frightening entities. As the creatures began to invade our world, Dr. Patrick tried desperately to close the portal and put an end to the terror that had been unleashed. He was consumed by fear as he witnessed the creatures finding their way into our dimension, their shadowy figures appearing out of nowhere, wreaking havoc and terror wherever they went. The creatures were like nothing he had ever seen before, with dark and twisted bodies, long, sharp claws, and glowing eyes that seemed to burn with an inner evil. They were relentless, hunting down anything that crossed their path with a relentless ferocity. As Dr. Patrick tried to close the portal, he realized that it was too late. The creatures had taken hold, and their power was too great to be defeated. He was forced to hide, and he watched in horror as the city was consumed by fear and terror. The once vibrant city of Portland was now a shadow of its former self with its citizens living in constant fear and desperation, unable to escape the looming threat of the creatures from the shadows. News soon spread of mysterious happenings in the city. Shadowy creatures were spotted roaming the streets at night, preying on anyone foolish enough to cross their path. Citizens lived in constant fear, locking themselves inside at dusk to avoid the dangers of the night. Desperate to understand what was happening, the authorities turned to Dr. Patrick's work. They learned that he had opened a portal to another dimension and that these creatures had now invaded our world. The city was thrown into chaos, with the creatures wreaking havoc wherever they went. As the night descended upon the city of Portland, the citizens were filled with dread, for they knew that the creatures from the other dimension were lurking outside their homes. They made inhuman noises as they desperately sought entry into the sanctity of people's homes. These sounds were enough to send shivers down the spines of even the bravest individuals. To stay safe, the people of Portland quickly discovered that they had to keep their lights blazing at all times. The merest sliver of darkness, the slightest shadow, was enough to let the creatures in. The creatures were relentless in their pursuit of their prey, and their presence was felt everywhere, at all times. The people of Portland lived in a constant state of fear, never knowing when they might be the next target of the otherworldly beings. 
The need to keep the lights on was a relentless burden, one that took a heavy toll on the citizens both physically and mentally. But they had no choice, for even the slightest moments of darkness could be deadly. Friends and family of Dr. Patrick searched for him, hoping that he could put an end to the horrors and close the portal. But it was too late. The creatures had taken hold, and the city was under lockdown, with the military and police patrolling the streets in an effort to keep the people safe. The constant need for light took a toll on the people of Portland, driving many to madness. They couldn't escape the brightness, and the once vibrant city became a shell of its former self, consumed by fear and desperation. Dr. Patrick was eventually found, hiding in a desolate warehouse on the outskirts of the city. He was badly injured, and the trauma he had endured was evident. He told of his encounter with the creatures in their dimension and how they were not to be underestimated. Despite his best efforts, he was unable to close the portal, and the creatures had taken control. With no other choice, the people of Portland had to adapt to their new reality. They worked to rebuild their city, but always with the fear of the creatures lurking in the shadows. The city became known as the City of Lights, a cautionary tale of the dangers of playing with forces from another dimension. The story of Dr. James Patrick and the creatures from the shadows was passed down through the generations, never to be forgotten, as a constant reminder of the terror that once consumed the city. And that concludes this week's episode of Our Scary Stories. We hope that these tales of terror and the unknown have left you feeling just a little bit uneasy. Remember, these stories may be fictional, but the fear they evoke is all too real. Until next time, sleep well and keep the lights on for you never know what lurks in the shadows. Thank you for tuning into our podcast.